Madison House of the Arts. So introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Jerry Johnson. Uh, I'm Saeed Muckman. I'm Eve Moxley. Awesome. Part of the Madison House Youth Board. <laughs> I'm not going to have to say a word. So, give us somebody, or maybe each of you, a little bit. Give us an overview of Madison House of the Arts. So, the Madison House is a safe, sober, creative space for people of all ages and all kinds to come and just feel safe, feel themselves and everything, even if they have problems with where it is like drug use and everything, they're a place where they can get away from that. And we can just help them out as much as we can and help, you know, youth express themselves and just help the community overall. So you all are a 5013C nonprofit? Yeah, a 501C3 profit, nonprofit. Okay. Uh, we've been that way for say yeah just about five years well it started off as a art gallery in the basement and uh it just excelled then you know the madison house as of today started to just about two or three years ago mm -hmm. and uh we became a non-profit then like at the beginning i think it was somewhat becoming a non-profit like before then too so so tell us about Tell us about some of the things that you do. We talked about some things, but and also some of your events. Okay. Uh, so since each of us do something different, I'll just pass it off. But me, uh, I host like stuff like food banks, karaoke. Uh, I'm also having a new one coming, new uh, program coming out with Kids Open Gym, where the kids will learn something and like about music, what brings people together through music and art. And then they'll have their jam, and then next you know, after that we just have the impression time. Uh, and then we have other stuff like open jam, regular open jam and stuff. And then next you know, we have another program coming out uh, where you know we're gonna have kids come in and have a prompted journal, and you know just express themselves either through music or just through poetry, mm -hmm. and. You know, we'll just go from there and just try our best to show these kids that you can be confident and conquer any obstacle through what you love. Because mm -hmm. I've been there where, you know, I didn't really have much and, you know, music really helped me out. The Madison House helped me out mm -hmm. the way I want to help people out, too. Uh, I'll eventually be hosting an event uh, where it's free drum lessons, uh, easy to explain. Uh, it, the Madison House of Arts is where I found my real passion for music and art and expression. Uh, I always did writing and uh, occasionally, and I tried to be music, uh, wrong genre. <laughs> but uh, I found my love for rock music and uh, my real passion for creating really came with the Madison House of the Arts. So eventually I'll try to give, just like the youth, the youth really is like the next step of the Madison House of Arts, the younger kids coming in and out. So. We're gonna try, my goal personally is to make events where I can try to help kids find their niche, you know, find something that they, find a passion or hobby they can really like devote a lot of their time and life to really. And um, so there's that. We also, the Madison House, not me specifically, we do uh, mental health check-ins, they're free on Instagram. We sit down, we have a nice back and forth conversation. It's free, it's open. 
just proper communication, really, because a lot of people don't get those nice, deep mental health talks that they need to get, and those alone can really put someone in a different mindset. And Madison House of Arts, uh, Chris Townsend really provides that, and I think that's a really nice thing to just give to anyone who really needs it. Awesome. Yeah, there's there's so many resources and events that happen at the house. There's so much outreach mm-hmm. that we're able to take part in um, through you know food banks, through music events. We're actually throwing a, um, a event with a foster care um, mm-hmm. program that's coming up real soon. Where we're gonna bring potential foster parents in, and we're gonna show off their kid uh, the foster kids' art, display it, and we're gonna have a little music and just give out resources and. Um, uh, people who aged out of the foster care system to speak and just give them resources on how to get into that field and maybe help a kid find a home. So mm-hmm. it's something really big that we're going to be a part of soon. Um, so, How many children and people do you think come through there in a week or a month or a year? Given, okay, so going ahead and start off a bit on a big scale, the, a year, there's different faces. It's hard to count, mm-hmm. uh, you know. One moment we can have this set of people, and then the next moment we can have a different set of people. People come and go. There, we just had someone new who uh, came from South Carolina, and they heard about the place, and they chilled for a little bit. Uh, they're supposed to be coming back soon. Uh, I don't, I can't remember their name, but uh, yeah. So people come in and just go whenever they please. Uh, we're mainly open just about every day that we are having a set schedule now. So uh, we just try to help people the best way we can. Yeah. That's people, one. Yeah. No, I'm just going to say people from all walks of life are yeah. come to our house and are welcome yeah. at our house. It's really interesting how people from like nowhere, no one cares, Kentucky, end up in Lynchburg, Virginia and always end up coming to the Madison House of Arts. That is one thing I found really funny. Definitely. <laughs> I had family from New Jersey and they just like, show me this place that you talk about or show me this place that I see you play at and I'm just like okay and the next thing you know just a bunch of other people that they shout out just come check out the place I'm just okay that's awesome so it's just a domino effect so you talked you touched on the food pantry but you all have a clothing drive yes we do Uh, so right now we're doing socks and underwear mainly and uh you know, throughout the seasons we change it up. So we're gonna we're gonna start soon getting coats for the winter because mm-hmm. uh, it's starting to get to that point where we're mm-hmm. gonna need those coats uh, ahead of time. So we're gonna start coat drop again soon. Uh, and also on top of that, uh, with Eve's program because she does crates uh, and she goes to different program uh, places just to get uh, food and then bring it to the Bella's Donation Center where we have like free food where you don't if you feel if you don't feel like you want to sign up for the food bank we still have a place to where you could get food that you need and you know food water and also with the donation center there's also clothes as well mm-hmm. and you choose what you want uh, so, so here and there we get shoes uh, different stuff like Hygiene. I said hygienic products spray on deodorant soap whatever you need we can find it you got you there's times where people came to the Madison house it's just like hey I need diapers and we would go out to get it Mm -hmm. and that ties in with your support for the homeless Mm -hmm. yes which um, there's a new PC word instead of homeless is what is it unhomed 
Unhoused. Yeah. Unhoused. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So we 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 might want to change that to unhoused. Um, I was just told that this morning by one of the people in my office. So you have live music, you have poetry jam, you have art shows. Yes. Where do all these people come from? They come from everywhere, to be honest. Uh, the last show we had, it was a different genre. It was metal and everything, and people enjoyed it. We had bands come from up north, Pennsylvania, uh, South Carolina, uh, even Richmond. Virginia is like it's all connected and everything they come to comes to the Madison house and perform and the next you know networking happens and it just expands that's one of the best parts about finding bands from other uh, states cities they usually bring a small piece of their audience with them to see and perform that's why local music scenes are really great to me like that and we and we always do these events with a good message you know please come and uh, bring water and non-perishables yeah. anything to help and you know, if you want to make a donation, we have a website where we uh, accept money donations. We, we are implementing a new thing where all, all bands that play at our um, house are gonna uh, donate fifty dollars worth of canned goods just yeah. to you know help keep the food bank running because all of the expenses with electric and all that stuff cost money to host the shows. So mm-hmm. just that little bit of part to like get their, you know, play their shows and stuff. So mm-hmm. And the new programs that are rolling in and everything, you know, we, we're looking for the resources and if it, it helps out when people love to donate and everything, whether it be journals, the resources we need for that aspect or just money itself they could do it through the website or they could just send it straight to the Madison house and and tell me about this virtual wellness check hey there it is that's what's on that other so uh in terms of what's the right words um the virtual wellness check uh from the way i see it it's it's Basically, that's exactly what it is. It's, um, <laughs> sorry, it's, hmm. But it's virtual, so is it, how, do, uh, how does that work for an old person like so, me? <laughs> I mean. All right, the, one of the best, best, one of the um, points of the internet is the an, uh, anonymity, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have, if you're going through an issue, uh, the virtual wellness check, it, it could be a nice, private, uh, concealed way to address that issue. Uh, a lot of people might feel safer talking about something when they're not looking people in the eyes, uh-huh. I guess. Uh, the I, I guess anxiety or fears are not, is the one of the things that keep a lot of people from talking about their issues. So maybe I feel like sitting behind a screen and talking through your issues virtually could actually help a lot of people. And the way we mainly do that too is through like Instagram Live or Facebook Live. People could tune in. We alternate people who starts the program and everything. One moment it could be Chris Townsend, the person who runs it. Mm-hmm. One moment it could be Eve, one moment it could be him, one moment it could be me. Uh, so we make sure to have that talks and everything. And if they do want to like DM or anything, they can mm-hmm. DM the Master House mm-hmm. page itself. And if he's like, well, I need this, I need that. Or, you know, I'm feeling like, I feel like I'm having a crisis. We mm-hmm. give you the resources we need, you need and everything. And we'll, we help you get to the place that you need to be and everything. Because, you know, we, since we're connected to a lot of things, we're able to get those resources fast. 
That's amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing to me. So you have people from everywhere, even people from out of state. And when I was reviewing the website, Chris was saying people could come in and just fill up a bag with what they need and they leave. Mm -hmm. Just leave. So they have not only sustenance, but you're giving these people, you're communicating with these people, and you're giving them, not through a professional manner, but just from being a human being, you're giving them some mental stability. Yeah, because one thing about it is, you know, there's not a lot of places, you know, in this world where, you know, people just stop and just say, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. and we, we take creating a safe, sober environment where you're not judged at all, no matter who you are, you know, we take that seriously. And if you need help, it's okay to ask. We mm -hmm. make sure that you know it's okay to ask, whether it be in private or whether it be with a group of people. Because we also have those certain programs where it's specifically for like, you know, mental health, Pride Month with the LGBTQ, or, you know, anything with fathers, mothers, anything that we that you need, we'll help you out with. Or we'll lend an ear. If you just need an ear, if you need advice, we have certain people that can do grouping. Uh, we have Jen Phelps with her grouping. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, Clarity. The Clarity. Mm -hmm. uh, and Chris Townsend, he's a peer recovery specialist. So now he is able to do grouping. And he's showing us how to, you know, do it in a certain way where, you know, we can legally do it, where we don't fully do what. We don't counsel. Yeah, we don't, we don't counsel. Advice, we right. just Correct. Listen. Yeah. You're, you're an heir. Yeah. And you're a human being who doesn't judge these people. Yeah. And you're there for them sometimes all someone needs is someone, someone there mm -hmm. you know that's what's absolutely so amazing is is that is it when i was talking to um meals on wheels when miss twitty was here um we were having the conversation about that the people that will deliver a meal to them is typically with the majority of those people the only person that person sees all day long mm -hmm. and they live by themselves and they're totally alone mm -hmm. and being alone is just not a good thing because human beings were not created to be by themselves so tell us about people can go to your website and donate um the house that you're using is virtually donated for you all to be able to use, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, and we're actually uh, trying to bring some new things. Like, we're trying to recreate the love sign that we have there. And if people are willing to donate, they can go to the website. And there's literally a donation box, uh, org or madisonhouseofthearts.org. Literally go there and there's a button where you can donate and it goes straight to the, you know, where it needs to go. I guess the account of Madison House and we can use that to either get more non-perishables to help fund the events that we need to, you know, get funded. And that'll help us out definitely because we have a trip in September where we're going to the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Where we're going to be the first ever safe sober place uh safe sober tent and we're considering it 
is going into our other program, the Intune space, where we're hosting decompression groups, uh, prompted journaling, and we're gonna, the love side that we're building off of resources and everything, we're gonna take there so people can write on it. And even then, we're gonna make sure people write down their emails when they sign in and stuff, just so afterwards we could check in on you. Or if bands want to come perform and, you know, create more non-perishables or help out in a way, they can sign in their band too. So the the website and you know even the Instagram itself, it helps out a lot trying to get the resources we need because there are people who you know want to help out but they want to do it quietly. Mm-hmm. They, you know they they don't want to really be open about it or you know there's people who want to help out but they don't don't know where or how they mm-hmm. can see it there. So it it is is great. It's, it's easy to work with. So, so who cleans the house? Who who mows the grass? Who does? It's a it's a whole teamwork thing. We all yeah. work together. We're actually having a cleaning day tomorrow uh-huh. for the foster event uh, that we're about to have. To so, prepare for that, mm-hmm, we all prepare for it. Uh, I remember <laughs> funny story. Uh, I remember uh, it, we had an art event last year called On Day One. It was actually around this time. And on day one, literally that day of, we had to take down so many art pieces and then put a lot more in canvases and, you know, stuff like, you know, that and just put them on the walls like hours before we had the event and we were able to do it. So we all work together and it gets done pretty fast. Um, As far as the law, I think we have some different, do we have lawn? How does our lawns go? We have one. Chris Chris actually mows the lawn. Oh, yeah. He he brings his lawnmower from home, and next you know, there's times where I mow the lawn. We had the weed eater, but we need to get it fixed. There's just that one guy that took the banana tree. Yeah, uh, him. His name was Sam. He didn't know what he didn't know what that was, and he he trimmed it. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Sam, and uh, he helps out bringing in logs for the fire pit, or taking our trash if we, you know, can you know, have too much trash and excess because during programs, people throw away a lot of stuff, so we gain a lot of trash. And he helps out by, you know, getting the trash and everything. And then next thing you know, on top of that, he uh, he could probably help move the lawn here and there. But other than that, yeah, it's just a whole teamwork thing. So I have a question because the three of you all are inspiring, inspiring me more than anybody from a podcast, and it's because of your age. So, and maybe this is sort of a repeat, but tell us how old each of you are and how you got to the Madison House of the Arts. Okay, I'm 22 years old, and I got there when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And it was a time where I was at the lowest, one of the lowest point in my life. Excuse me. But it was a time where I got there and I was one of the lowest points of my life. And uh, I just found it picking up actually our mutual friends because they needed a ride. And it was just like, all right, y'all are taking too long. So I just went inside the house. And as soon as I went inside the house, it was just Chris sitting down and this other person who is a nice barber. And he DJs for us sometimes, Marcus. Uh, he's amazing, and, and he he cuts hair and everything. If you ever need him, he he's on Instagram and stuff. I don't I have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were sitting down, and they literally just welcomed me with open arms and everything. And uh, literally, ever since then, I just started going. I've been through a lot of rough patches, 
I was homeless and everything. They helped me out, literally just helped me out with resources I need and just, I just kept going there. I fell in love then. I was dedicated to helping other people just because I know how that predicament is. So you ended up there by accident. Yeah. You were just taking a ride somewhere. Yeah, coincidence, yeah. yeah and That's just, awesome. It, and I was just walked in and everything because because they was they was talking about it. it's like yeah you could just come in and I'm like okay. so you walk in and the vibe feels good yeah, mm-hmm. the vibe feels amazing there's no negative energy there's nothing no. like the first Madhouse see me I'm not really a social person mm-hmm. but going to the Madison House brought that out because as soon as you go in there you can't not be social because uh-huh. it's just giving you that vibe where you feel safe but you don't have to worry about anything literally. I'm just there, you know. You could be silent and in a corner, and you still feel safe, like you're part of everything because you know you have that type of energy. We have that type of energy. So the house has great juju. Yes, all the time. I'm all about that. <laughs> so how did you end up there? Uh, so I, at that time, I lived down the street from the Madison House, like two blocks, mm-hmm. and uh, two mutual friends of ours. Uh, they, same mutual friends. Same mutual friends, actually. Uh, they were there, and I had not a thing to do. So I took the two blocks up. I walked in and was immediately caught in the same vibes. I uh, I am a wallflower at heart, so I took my seat in the kitchen and watched. And it felt amazing without being prompted. Chris Townsend walked up to me, welcomed me, open arms, a complete stranger. I ate snacks, <laughs> and uh, so it, it was about the food. It was always about the food. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's I'll have to bring you some food. Why? Thank you. It's it's weird because I can't explain it now, but I didn't do anything that one day, and I kept coming back. I kept coming back because it was so open. So there was there were some days before I knew we, uh, the Madhouse had an Instagram where I would just walk up to the door and knock just because I didn't know if it was open and I wanted somewhere to be. And it's one of the most interesting parts about the Madison House of Arts is the you-can-do-it feel it gives. Mm-hmm. There's I, I can't paint, I can't draw, I can barely draw a straight line. Uh, and it's, I, I, it inspired me to just sit down and try painting. And like with the instruments that were set up at the time and with the drum set that's still there, there was, there was a very get-up-and-play attitude to it. And everyone was so kind and welcoming to a beginner like me. They, I never felt like, I never, ah, it's it's weird. It's, I never felt like I couldn't do it. The only one I felt like was stopping me was me. Was she, yes. Was me. Like, I was my only critic. It wasn't that I was my biggest, it was the, I was the only one. And that freedom of knowing that everyone's behind you and supporting you and wanting to be better was amazing and it's what inspired me to continue music and now here i am in a band with my jerry and you're that's awesome your show. very blossomed into so what what about you what tell about? us oh. well um i it was rough um i the first time i came to the madison house i i had moved there uh, it was my kind of my first full summer being in Lynchburg, and I hadn't really, I hadn't really known a lot of people here. I only had like a couple of friends, and um, one person that I had um, hung out with and, and known a few times was um, a 
Bella Elder, and she passed, um, and it was her memorial service that I went to. That, that was the first time I went to the house. And it was so amazing. The, it was, it was, it was such a, it was just so spiritual to be there. Um, everyone, everyone was so open, so supportive, and um, just the love that was there that night. And and I came back after that, um, and it was exactly the same. Um, you know, we were. How? And that's in fact who we named our donation <coughs> center after. Yeah. And how did she pass? She was. A, it was a car accident. Okay. Yeah, it was a car accident. But and, and she was young and, and I I think she she represents a lot of what the house um, is. She was, her infectious laughter was amazing. She spent a lot of time in the sorting through clothes, volunteering. She was good friends with some other people who go to the house um, and some guys who are in the band. So um, yeah, it was a big it was a big hit for the house. I think um, I. It's, it's, it's a big hit for us, but we're, we're really happy to be honoring her in the way that we are. You know, it's really funny. I talk to so many people. I've been in the real estate business 42 years, and I've had, Jonathan, I think, said 16 podcasts or something. And, of course, most of the people that have been here have been similar ages to me. They might be 20 years less in age. None 40 years less in age. And the inspiration and the hope and the happiness that the three of you all give me, because quite frankly, I don't run across people that are 19 or 22 that are out there in any way, shape, or form helping people. So I guess now I want to seek those people out with, with other nonprofits. They're there. But yeah, well, and yeah, I think I'm, you're going to have to email me some suggestions because you three are absolutely amazing. Definitely, and like I said, if people, whoever tunes into the podcast, if you do, you know, feel inclined to donate, we have our website. Oh, I'm, I'm, we're going to gonna push that donation. And, uh, literally, it will help out, especially with the resources we have up. to give. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people at that Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Blue Ridge Rock Festival, and where is that? Is it is right there on? It's like right on the border of North Carolina and Virginia, right next to Danville. I was there last year because a uh, a good friend of the Madison House got us sponsored, uh, and he gave me two free tickets, and it's amazing. It's good. So, uh, when is the when is that event? It's September fourth through the eighth. So do you actually go and you stay and you have to have, do you we're camp or? We're camping, camping and in a tent? Yeah. No, we actually got a position. We actually, we're going to have, that's why we need the resources and the money. <laughs> we're going to have like a different place where we can do the U-Haul or whatever we need to and sleep wherever we need to. But mainly uh, around that tent, we're, we're going to be going to sleep, waking up, working, helping people. Gonna be our little staff shirts. And well, do they have somewhere for you to shower and all that stuff? Now I'm gonna have to research I've never this. Been to, a music festival, to be honest, so. yes, uh, you, they have those type of functions where you know it's right outside, but you can come back in anytime mm-hmm. you please. Well, I'm gonna Google that and I'm gonna find out more about it. Yeah, because no I might want to be there. <laughs> please, yeah, it's a good, it's a good. Crew. And trust me, I don't, I don't look like it, but I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm excited to be a part of the Intune space though, because 
I do love live music, but it can be very overwhelming sometimes, and it's gonna be a it's a rock yes. festival. There, there's gonna be motion. So mm. if anyone like needs a break or to escape that chaos for a minute, we're gonna be there. You know, awesome. just a little chill. Well, we are out of time, but I do want to say www.mhota.org. Go make a donation. And thank all three of you so much thank for you. what you do and are doing and what you will do. And I'm going to do some more investigating about you all because I'm enthralled in this whole situation, really, quite frankly. Thank you for giving us the opportunity yeah, so much. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Well, Y'all have a great week. Have a one. <laughs>